I just want to welcome everyone to the first episode of our new podcast, Games My Mom Found. Today is January 13th, and we're doing our first episode. Uh, we're going to be a podcast coming to you each week where we go back and play mostly retro games. Kind of play through it, some games that have sentimental value to us that maybe our mom did actually find back in the day. Or maybe a game we just, you know, something that we always want to talk about or want to have other people experience. Some will be brand new experiences, some will be classic adventures that we haven't treaded down in a long time. And who's with me? And my name is Mike. <laughs> who's with me today? My name is DJ Copeland. Hi, my name is Stefan. And I'm Stuart. Right, well, oh, I didn't know. I'm the only one who did the last name. Now <laughs> hey, I'm totally out of place. Hey, I'll do it then. We'll start over. Hey, no, 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 no. It's <laughs> cool. It's cool. Let's keep going. Let's keep take going. Take it back. Right, take I'm it DJ. Back. I'm, just call me Deej. All right, let's go. Right, he's just right, DJ. No. I'm Stuart Hughes. Uh, let's change it now. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm, hey, this I'm is gold. Let's keep it. And as you already have seen our title of the episode, the first game we're going to cover is one that I've been meaning to play for, God, must have been over 15 years at this point. It's wow. Super Metroid. I got a lot to say about this damn game. Good and bad. <laughs> um, I played it a few times when I was younger. Never got past the what I call Marlboro, that boss that was in the tunnels. The green thing. Looked like Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, to me, it was Marlboro when I was a kid. And that's what he still is. In oh, right. Wow, that guy's really early. Yeah, he yeah. is. Dang. I think it's called the, the Spore Spitter or something like that. Oh, I'll look Marlboro, up. We should, really, we should really know this stuff. You're talking about the alligator-looking one, right? No, no, no. We're talking about the the mini boss, like the first mini boss, the spore that spawn. Thing. That's what it's that, called. That it's I a bit know. like the big green clam that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's out at you. It looks like, like a I didn't boss. know. <laughs> yeah, duh. You could just sit in the corner with the roll, with the ball, morph ball. I should say not roll ball, morph ball, <laughs> and just yeah. sit there. You know what and these are called? Nothing touches you. And I'm still like, wow, this is easy. And then he may or may not have been up, what I did. Yep. Shoot him. As a kid, I couldn't get past them when I was like 10 years old or ever I was when I played this game. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Well, there's always there's two ways to play Metroid, which is the right way or the smart way. The oh, smart I... way is to exploit everything, which I'm pretty I sure watched... is what they wanted you to do. I oh, watched yeah. so many videos no, that well, game. I mean, it's a testament to the design that like you can play it the quote-unquote right way, and it's still, like, it's a different experience each way. Like, oh, yeah. it's a really, like, atmospheric exploratory sort of story if you play it the way that you know just the straight on regular progression and then you can they show you in the actual game oh yeah you can totally break this game if you want like they have those little uh animals and they're like (laughs) oh yeah by the way you've been able to waltz this whole time yeah God, the wall! I I have so much trouble with the wall jumping. In this oh, game. It's a, so the timing day, it's is just, really tricky. Yeah, yeah, I hate it. I got a controller set up for it and everything, and I was just like, I was like, okay, now that I've gotten up this one wall, let me go take a break and like rest my hands so that yeah. I don't get like a sprain tomorrow. <laughs> oh, or something. I I hated it. I would use save states in between like jumping for it whenever oh, I. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to certain spots, we'd had to like jump up to get somewhere. I'm like, okay, once I got there, we're saving. We're not falling back down this hole again. Like when you get the uh, phaser beam, I think, or the the one that shoots three, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, yeah, that's the no, phaser. Yeah, that's the spaser. Phaser, okay. Splits, phaser. Yeah, that splits it into three. Yeah, and then you get the that wave. That's a good that weapon. It's like a wave uh, form with it, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah, the wave is what lets it go through walls, and then the plasma is the one that goes through enemies. That thing is a good weapon. Yeah, open yeah, up. Well, I mean, with it's, that. The, it's like the last one you get. So, of course, you know, that's the good one. You need it <laughs> at that point in the game. You'd be screwed without it. That's the thing about this game is like it 
always gives you what you need when you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, which obviously it seems like a really obvious thing to say, but it's, it's like not, it's not that obvious to me. Um, <laughs> well, you say that, but <laughs> it's a deceptively I... it's a deceptively linear game. Like there's actually, if you follow the main path and don't do the sequence sequence breaking stuff, it's a pretty like A to B kind of thing. You know, they're not like putting down invisible walls. They're not giving you like waypoints or anything, but very subtly, they are just carving out the sort of linear path for you. And you have the illusion that it's like this big open world that you can sort of just go around and do whatever you want. in. but honestly, you're, you're, pretty much being very sneakily guided through the whole game the small i mean yeah I, I know what you mean the world i mean it felt like gigantic when i first played this game especially back in the day but looking at it now it wasn't that big especially compared to other metrovania games oh yeah and you have other... four maps or maybe like yeah. five if you count the hidden stuff but yeah like really four maps only and brinstar norfair Air, water one, cafeteria. Cafeteria. (laughs) That's what I always call it. (laughs) I don't think that's what it's called. (laughs) No, yeah, no, I did that too. Oh, Meridia, which is the underwater one. Oh man, that's that's it. And then Turian, which is tiny. You only get there. That's so small. Yeah, I feel like most people remember Brinstar mainly just because Brinstar was a level on Super Mario Brothers Brawl. Maybe, maybe Melee as well. Melee, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that the first yeah. one? The first Smash Brothers? The one that you could, like, knock... It had the small... Wasn't that Brinter? It had Kraid in the background? Or am I thinking of Melee? Yeah. Uh, the, oh, the one with Kraid in the background. Yeah. One of those was... I think the one with Kraid in the background was Melee. I, I think yeah. there were two different versions of... Bro- I think there's a... I, I'm pretty sure there's a um 64 version and a Melee ver- version. Yeah. I know the 64 version. I just can't remember what planet or what map it's supposed to be i just remember it exists and i can picture it in my head yeah i'm pretty sure that's that's also brinstar we're not diehard smash brothers <laughs> more <laughs> players we are not don't remember the rosters of the maps oh man i now this game i mean i i like parts of it but oh it made me angry many times like there were a couple times i was just huh. like I'd get lost, and I'd be like, I don't know what to do, and i I watch a lot of videos that's really, really <laughs> interesting that you had that take. I thought you were going to, like, love it. I thought... I love Metrovania. Because, like, most of, most of the discourse on this game is like, oh, my God, it's a masterpiece of game design. Oh, my God, you know, Good it's game. like the gold, the, the gold standard. But, yeah, no, there is some sort of frustrating design. I definitely got stuck on a few parts uh, on this playthrough. That's the other, like, strange thing about it is... For whatever reason, and this is only my personal experience, it kind of runs together for me. It's not terribly memorable. Well, there's no story. I mean, there's a story, but it's not like really yeah. given. It's just I. Had, I mean, I didn't even know. I didn't even know Mother Brain was an Android computer until I watched the video on YouTube a couple before mm. a couple days ago. Yeah. It, is yeah. that it's what Mother Brain is? That <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. very much show don't tell. It's like it's yeah. An it's, well, that's what I really like about the story, though. Oh yeah. Um, it's very minimal. It really only comes in at the beginning and end. It's almost but... kind of like um, it's like Journey now, where it's like you get yeah. no story. You're just running along. Well, you do get story. You, you do get own... story. Yeah. But the a lot of intro it. Very intro at the very end. You'll get yeah. like, flyover text. I always but, felt that's it was only more a small part move. of it, mm. because a lot of the storytelling is visual clues in the environment, yeah. which I'm a huge fan of. Like I love that. 
I love the way this game tells its story. Like um, the old, just the old suits, kind of like every now and then you'll see them scattered around, like yeah, previous bounty hunters or so and so that got killed. I never really exactly. thought about that, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think my favorite is the. Uh, I'm sure there's a name for like the, like dead character number five or whatever. But you find the the guy's suit that's just like busted and like leaking, and when you walk up, like critters yeah. in fly bugs, away. Yeah. and they like about. skitter away. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I forgot about him. I remember running. Yeah, past him. I didn't think anything about it. I just said, oh, okay. It's like the space jockey and alien before Prometheus came out when we didn't know what it was. It was just a thing in the background. <laughs> That's that's the cool thing about this game, and that's actually what I really like about Fusion. Fusion does that a lot more, and it does it a lot better, I think. But a lot of the cues in this game, I sort of realized as I was playing through it, a lot of the stuff in this game, a lot of the like set-piece moments are sort of based... They, they sort of constructed them based on the idea that you would be playing this game immediately after the original Metroid. And that that would be your frame of reference for stuff that's going to happen because they do all sorts of stuff like this, like the miniature crate that you fight before actual crate. Like that's, that's the size crate was in the original. Mm, So they're being like, Oh, this is crate. You're fighting crate right now. This little miniature like crate. And you do that whole sequence where you're like dodging the spikes down the hallway, like, original mario brothers style yeah i never played the first metroid yet i've seen it many times i've never actually dug into it well this is the third the third yeah um this is the one that really like nailed down the formula like the first two were rough definitely really rough um but yeah no there's a ton of stuff in this game that's like, oh, this is all stuff from the original. Like that very first area you go into where you get the morph ball, that's the original Brinstar from the very first game. Like that is a basically tile for tile recreation of that like introductory area from the first game. So it's like, oh, this is Brinstar. And then you're going around it and you're like, oh, that's weird. I And then you run in like a dead end and you have to leave. And then there's this other wall to the left that you bomb, and then there's an elevator, and you go down, and it's like, whoa, that wasn't Brinstar. This is actually Brinstar. <laughs> you find the morph ball in the same exact location. You as do. Well. You do. It's- yeah. I want to say that was definitely planned because I looked it up, and I think the first, the first Metroid came out like you know '86 or something, but then it was re-released in 2004 for the Game Boy Advance. And yes. Super Metroid also came out in 2004, so I want to say it was definitely like Super like, Met- Wait, what? Super Metroid didn't come out in 2004. Came in ni- Sorry, not 2004, 1994. Yeah, hey, I was gonna say. Like, uh, I think their oh. idea was like, oh, we're gonna put this out not on the Game Boy Advance. Sorry, <laughs> I have <laughs> like, all the years that it came out for each system. By the way, if you want your fun facts, there you oh, go. Boy. Yeah, lay it on us. <laughs> well, I say 86 was oh. the Famicom, right? I'm not sure about that one. I didn't look. <laughs> I just looked American. Yeah, no, it is. It's 90. It's 96. It's 86. We're all off now. <laughs> oh, I said the wrong off. thing. It just screwed the oh, whole system. Oh, it did. I mean, um, I didn't think about this, but it came out in 1994 and didn't get re-released again until the Wii Virtual Console in 07, which I bought twice. I think two different Wiis. One my ex-girlfriend took with her when she left, and then I had I bought again. and never. I still never played it until today, until this podcast. And then Wii U, it came out in 2013, 3DS 2016, and the SNES Classic. In 2017. So, I mean, for a long time, that game wasn't even around. Yeah. It had a yeah. long, like, 
I don't want to call it not ten year, but like in in a from like eighty six two thousand two. It was like you three Metroid no, games and then nothing and then yeah. Fusion yeah. Prime. I mean, Prime was way later. I don't. Even, I didn't look up what year that was, but I mean, like, I didn't even really care who Samus Prime, was. Prime was 2002. It actually came out. I think it came out the same day as Fusion, which is wild. That is yeah, actually, absolutely wild. Yeah. I feel like Nintendo keeps yeah. trying to like bring back Metroid. The funny well, thing is, I always think begging them for it. Yeah, right. Because you think like, oh, this is the perfect time for Metroid to come back. <laughs> I always think that. I'm always like, oh, Metroid, this would be a good time for Metroid to come back. And then I think back to like all the times they tried and it just didn't work. And it just didn't work. But yeah. people still want more. Like there's this very like vocal subset of fans that are like, Metroid, Metroid. It's like uh, like the Sonic fans. As much as people get yeah. mad at me for that, like everybody always wants more Sonic. And yeah, then they regret it real fast. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Sonic exactly. Well, no, because they're like, it's different because they're like, maybe this time. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> not this time. <laughs> no, well, well, we did get Mania. Mania I, was amazing. I do need to play that someday. Oh, oh it, is, it is great. Apparently, is, Metroid like, wasn't really like a big seller either. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a reason why they probably don't go back to it as much. I think Metroid Prime now, 3 be... sold like a million right. copies. Well, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, there is a Metroid Prime 4 that's. I mean, that is that right is now, right? on the way. We did get Samus Returns in 2017, which yeah. is, it's good. I mean, I think it's what we needed. They're not bad games. They're just yeah. not, like, the big return that Metroid kind of needs. Yeah, it needs a big, like, 3D game on whatever yeah. their system is. That's, like, a big, like, I mean, especially now with single-player oh, games. I mean, it's, it's going to be out on Switch and probably yeah. sometime in the next two years. Yeah. And hopefully... It it's good. Hopefully, we get a look at it sometime this year, and it just knocks our socks off. And right, I hope it's so. how funny would it be if it comes out and it's just like Metroid Pinball too. <laughs> I would still buy that. Metroid Battle really mad, But I would still buy it. And then Metroid Coiners, the pinball market games. No, no <laughs> I never did play that pinball for real one. though. Metroid Prime Pinball is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It's, it's really good. In terms of pinball games, it's up there. It is seriously like I would say Pokemon Pinball and Metroid Prime Pinball are pretty like they're they're jockeying for number one. I think that was the uh, those both came out at a time where developers at some point realized, hey, we have these things that are shaped like balls in our universe. Mm -hmm. Why not make a pinball game? Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was this very iconic ball Game Boy, event, or Game Boy in general, like it was like. You know, something easy to have in your pocket, something easy to play. Yeah. It's just like some dev somewhere was like, oh, my God, you know, it would be easy. Pinball. Oh, did anybody have an, one of the items that they hated using? Like, I hated I did not enjoy the grappling beam. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was everyone's answer. That thing is super clumsy to use. Oh. Like, okay, so it wasn't just me then. <laughs> on my, no, on my... no. Look, I have issues, honestly, with this whole control scheme in general. Like... There are games, there are games later on, the Game Boy Advance games had fewer buttons, but way better control schemes. With Metroid, you can tell at some points, like, it wants you to do something. You're like, yeah, that's not even physically possible. Like, it wants you like, to jump and then turn, transform into a ball, <laughs> land as a ball somewhere else. And it's like, People I can't do, it, do yeah. that. Well, well no, there's, <laughs> I think there's one, there's one part where you do that and it's optional. 
Yeah, and it's like challenging you to do that. I mean, I, it's, I, it's the uh, the wall jump tutorial, essentially. Yeah, at the end, yeah. they like so jump and turn the, into a ball. And where is like, the wall jump tutorial? I never. I only ran into the uh, the fake ostrich looking thing. I never saw the other animal. Oh, oh man. man, it's, it's... <laughs> yeah. Good luck to us, like trying, trying to remember where anything is. is in you don't need to tell me where. I mean, like it's in I... like the same kind of area it's, where it's just yeah, like, it's in there. Yeah. into them both at the same time. Yeah, um, it's a very tall portion of the map. I think they are. I think they're almost next to each other. They're pretty close to each other. Yeah, they are pretty close. They they basically want you to pick both those skills up at the same time. And be like, oh, okay. This is this is yeah. the game breaking shit. This is the movement tutorial you've yeah. been waiting for. What's the third one? I know there's the super high jump. There's the wall jump. Isn't there a third one? I know. Uh, I think, I the third one, I think, is like the the grappling beam is kind of like the third movement thing you get. Okay, I thought well, there was the, a third. Well, no, no, no. I think he just means in terms of like stuff that um. Oh, that it just hits you with right after another. No stuff that stuff that you could always do. That's like secret hidden mm. techniques. Um, yeah. The other one is the chain, uh, the morph ball chain bomb, where you, you can, can like jump. Yeah, where the oh. bomb jump, the chain bomb. Yeah, you can like. <laughs> it's just a good way to break your finger. Really, really, really good time. You need to have oh, such it's good, good timing. It's hard. Yeah. You either have to have good timing, or you just need to be able to slam the to... button as well, fast yeah, as possible. Honestly. You gotta time it. For me, no. It's it's more about timing. Um, you don't really need to like jackhammer the butt. <laughs> so I can't do the timing for it. I I don't honestly, know if it's like a platformer honestly, thing or what. I just I, suck at timing. Honestly, it is pretty would, tough. What I would do is just like sit there for like thirty seconds or a minute and just randomly press the button in different rhythms, and then eventually I would just get it. This is what it sounds like when I try to do is. Damn it, damn it, damn it. All right, okay, okay. That's a lot of it. A lot of just could not get it. I was getting angry. Yeah, no, I I know I picked this game, but I, I was not happy it's a hard with my game. Choice. It's not easy. It's just one of those games that's like I've been looking at, and I, you know, probably since I want to say 95 or 96, my friend brought it over to my house. Like, oh, here, look at this. And I've been staring at this game, being, okay, one day, one day I'm going to beat it. And. It, it it finally came to this podcast because three years ago I tried and I'm I'm gonna play it legit. I'm not gonna use save states. I'm gonna play it completely legit. And I got to I think I got to Kraid and then I was done. Mm. <laughs> and I just couldn't do it anymore. But also like this game is su- depending on like I was in a very bad state depression wise and this game is super freaking lonely. Oh, yeah. In general, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean that's what people love about it. That's like one of the things that makes this series unique is like it really nails that feeling of isolation. But I could totally see, like, if you were in a not great place, yeah, you don't not, necessarily want that. Like I was, I was living alone. I, I was not in a good place mentally, and I'm sitting here playing this, and I'm like, and this game is not helping me at all. Then I, especially I just like away. the disparity between this and like every other platformer from that era, <laughs> of like like seeing Mario and then seeing Metroid around the corner. It's just even it's made even darker. Just well, want just to be right. friends with Ridley. It's all these fields oh, of flowers. And I got, I got <laughs> so much clouds. to say about Ridley, but not yet. Unless, oh, I got, I got, oh. He's probably the toughest boss in the game. I would oh, yeah. say. Ridley, I, I, I hate Ridley. I actually, I actually kind of like him because every other boss before him is like, you have to wait for the weak spot, or you have to figure out what the trick is. 
What's the freaking well, shrimp boss's name? The, the oh, crab one. Yeah. You have to yeah. figure out. You have to figure out the thing with the grapple beam. Whereas with Ridley, you literally just equip missiles and then you just go ham. <laughs> like you're just like I didn't do that. Oh I, no, I that's that's how you beat. That's how you beat Ridley. That's how you beat Ridley. Miss- you just rapid fire missiles at him until he dies. I, I didn't have enough. It didn't <laughs> I only had 120? So I would be out, not even bright red, and I'd be I'd be done. I was like. Oh, uh, I didn't find a lot of missiles. Or so you have I had to, like, save your super missiles in. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely. 20. That's, honestly, that's, that's enough. enough. Yeah. That's enough to get Ridley. You just I'm, go through, I, you go through all your main missiles. You just and go, then... you just expend all of your, like, the game is designed so that, you, like, you're able to, like, waste all your missiles on a boss and still, and not be screwed. Because then when like, the boss dies, you immediately get, like, half Yeah, you get, you get, you get a bunch of mi- missiles back. He was uh, definitely the hardest fight for me. Like I, I hated that. I took six or seven tries to beat him. Oh, that's and... nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I had. I wish I took seven, six or seven tries to beat goddamn Crocomire because I, oh. <laughs> I, I have so much trouble with Crocomire. I don't know what it is. He's not a particularly hard boss because you realize pretty quickly. Okay, I'm just pushing him back. It, yeah. It's like a sumo match over lava. Yeah. But I always forget that you can charge your beam and that he's weak to charge your charge beam. So I always just do missiles. And inevitably, the missiles aren't enough to push him back all the way. And I think, what am I doing wrong here? Oh, or else um, get the timing wrong. So it, just, I probably, it probably took me like 15 times to beat use, um, use super Use super missiles on him. They push him yeah, back like twice he, as he far. Not like that. I went he through was... all my missiles and all my super missiles. <laughs> oh, man. Because yeah. I just kept getting in that. That <laughs> annoying thing where he'll charge like four or five times in a row, and it's like, oh, all right, no. we're not gaining any ground you here. Gotta hit, you gotta hit him before he does that. Yeah, that's like a. I think that is timing right there. Yeah, that is absolutely a timing thing. You just like, gotta he, get him like right as he. You opens gotta get his him mouth. right before right before he uh, charges. Uh, I, just, I always forget. Like I always forget the pattern with him specifically, so it just screws me whenever I play. It's Metroid. so weird. Like. I'm kind of surprised you guys had like so much trouble with these bosses because like only Crocomire. <laughs> I had I had trouble with some of, but like I wasn't like banging my head against the wall for like thirty minutes. I don't necessarily consider myself very great at like games, but I they weren't giving me as much trouble for some reason. Oh well, I mean I have beaten the game before, I guess. I think it comes <laughs> down to people are either good at like older platformers or newer shooters. And oh, I'm I'm terrible. No middle ground. <laughs> I'm terrible at newer games, so I guess yeah. I guess that's me. I'm um, just, I'm typically better with newer games and old bad. platformers. I love so much, and I used to play so much. And then going back to them, I'm like, I can't do this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember how to do this. <laughs> Hard. I, I mean, think, I I think there's a level of uh, predictability to those old 2D games that you just can't get. Yeah. With it's some a- of these newer 3D ones, like I had so much trouble with uh, the new Spider-Man. My like suspect that, is that I like lost my patience at some point. Yeah, yeah. Then you're then you gotta you just gotta stop. Like, well, like the new Spider-Man. Like I, there was this boss at the end of the game where I just kept dying at this part, and I kept failing on this one specific part where I had to like jump and grapple to a thing and hit the guy with a very specific window, and I did the same thing every time, but a lot of times I missed just because little tiny things were different mm-hmm. that time. That, that I kind just... of feels like the grapple beam in Super Metroid. 
Swinging is a lot better <laughs> than that uh, grapple beam. Oh my god! Oh. Well, the the thing with the grapple beam is you have to be aiming up. It's like hitting a moving target. You have to be mm-hmm. aiming at the bo- the block, the specific <laughs> it's block. It's hitting it's hitting a still target as, while moving. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I did it with Epona, but I I don't like it. This <laughs> yeah. Like it. Oh. See, see, Nintendo gets better about this stuff later on. Like most other games that had a grappling hook mechanic after this would have like aiming that snaps yeah. to the grapple point. Yeah, like the, the yeah, very, like the famous Z lock in Zelda, which is just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, and, oh, that's and, where I need to go, right there. And it, like camera and when focuses they brought in. it in, when they brought it in in um in Metroid Prime, it was the same thing. You had yeah. this like. I don't know if it locked on necessarily, but I it, believe it, did. it, it did. had this big icon that popped up that made it, it very up. easy to like yeah. aim at, and like they made it very streamlined. Um, well, you know, you know those little monsters, uh, or I guess they're aliens, whatever that like hover back and forth. You can ice them and like stand. Oh them. yeah, the, uh, the beetle looks yeah. Little yeah. turtle guys. Yep. Yeah, there's a there's a part in super metroid where there's like four of them you have to grapple yeah. to get yeah. over mm. to the other side that's, oh, you're so, that's where you're i had the grapple? most trouble yeah you can grapple on zone oh mm, that might have helped yeah it doesn't telegraph <laughs> that you're grappling no. onto them aside from the <laughs> that fact that... I don't think oh I my that. god Maybe guys i, I just I remembered oh <laughs> what i one room yeah i remember on the grapple beam i can't i'm trying to think what room it was near the end there's one room where you had to like grapple across get to this top get to the square and there's one spot on the last grapple where you have like one square to grapple to on the side and you had to like you had to swing and then grab this one square i can't remember what area but it's near the end it 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 was angering me so much it yeah. took me a lot of time <laughs> i think the only hit you get that you can grab onto those things is like very near the grappling being room i want to say you see one flying really high up like right up against the ceiling and it's very obvious at this point that you can't jump on it, and that's what you've been doing for a while. I think yeah. that's the only clue it gives you. Yeah, I think like the I game think is the... streamlined in a way that still makes you like have to problem solve and like exactly. okay, I know what this is, and I know what I usually use it for, but it's different now. Why is it different? I think this. I think that aspect of this game is really like that aspect is really well. Like they they struck a really great balance with that. You kind of uh, lose that with some games now, where you, you do. Like, it'll show you it happening first or something. It's very, for the most part, it's very obvious. And I get that because that is more fun. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, more tutorials. Like I didn't like there was no tutorial in this game. Yeah, yeah. There's no, I'm, nothing. I'm it not is like. <laughs> Granted, I, when I, it came out, there was only like you know three buttons to worry about. But yeah, yeah there's this man. I gotta say, like, I freaking loved the shrimp boss. I keep forgetting what the guy is called. Dragon. Yeah, Dragon. Drag, 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 drag. Dragon. Dragon. Okay. <laughs> Definitely one of out. those two. <laughs> because I somehow forgot what the trick was, so <laughs> I went in. I went in. And I was like, you know, getting, you know, string shotted because he's basically mm-hmm. caterpieing you. I got string shotted, grabbed. He would suck, but down my health way too fast. Swing me around all over the place. I was like, holy shit, what do I do? I'm getting killed way too fast. There's got to be something I could do. I get killed like five times. And I'm like, I, I see the electrical panels on the side. It's really obvious. 
I'm like, okay, I got to get him into that. So I'm like frantically mashing the D-pad, trying to like influence him into the side. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, I have the aha moment. And I'm like, grapple beam, grapple beam. And and you do it once and he dies. And it's the most satisfying thing when you actually come to it on your own. (laughs) It's that old thing. It's. It's very much an old game standard that doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Of like, you were supposed to fail this over and over and over again until you get it. You actually yeah. try And it. thank yeah. God for save states. Like I told myself <laughs> at the beginning of this of this playthrough, like I was playing on I'm playing on the 3ds on the virtual console, uh, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to use save states. I'm going to do this old school. I'm going to give myself <laughs> the real experience. And then like. An hour in, I'm like, I'm gonna use save states. Oh yeah, you have to with this game. Like, <laughs> yeah, because like some of those some of those rooms are just way too far away. I did not use save states, but oh, my strategy okay. for it was I'm since I'm not using save states, I'm going I can use that time running to this place to like make sure I have full everything. Because yeah, I think but then you're this... doing that every time you die. Yeah, but I mean I couldn't that yeah, I, can. I, I, I can deal with that. Like who, I'm patient enough to deal with that. Who, who misses that? Like <laughs> standing next to a pipe for five minutes, to just shooting all the beetles. Well, I will say we have Fallout on the docket, and uh, you're oh, gonna is have there to be a ready. lot of that? Oh, Fallout. There's a lot of I did not do this fight the way, right way, and I do not have enough, so I'm gonna need to reload this entire I'm entire be sequence. You, by the way, with Fallout, <laughs> I think. Oh Fallout. God, yeah. Sounds I mean, good. I said it, and I was like, I shouldn't say it because everyone will hate me, but I think if we're going to start with Super Metroid, we can do something a little hard, too. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, I, I picked the easiest game, guys. What, it's going to turn into, by what episode five, we're all just going to be saying, we're all just going to be picking the hardest games we can think of just to screw each other over. Oh, just. No. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to have a different tack. I'm going to pick like really weird, obscure stuff. Like the, the Japanese, yeah, um, like <laughs> the Japanese, like arcade games where you have to be within a milli, like a millimeter of the screen to get it right. Oh God. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do yeah, that. Wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe I will do that. Maybe I'll do that. Like weird salary man rhythm game for the, for the Dreamcast, you remember that one? Oh god, any rhythm you're game, like, I will. I promise you're like you now, any rhythm the... game, I will not beat. No, oh god, no, I would. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them too. But uh, I like Guitar Dude. Hero. Welcome guitar to. I was gonna say, welcome fun. to episode six, Guitar Hero edition. No, <laughs> don't, hey, don't worry. You already got. I would. I would hate you forever. Don't do that to me. I try to find a way to like hook my hook my keyboard up to do it. <laughs> when it comes to doing anything like executing anything like rhythmically mm-hmm. like i can't i can't do it i, I just i can't I can do, do any of that is it uh which rock band did they introduce where you had to do the vocals as well is that oh, rock <laughs> rock band one. four is no, that one? I think that's one the first the rock band. I think that was the whole gimmick. Is was like the gimmick of rock bands. You get to was sing the gimmick as well. of rock bands. They were competing against Guitar Hero, and they were like, "Well, in that oh, we one, have you the can drums and you can sing and do all this stuff guitar. too." Yeah, no, yeah, with us, you can play bass, you can play drums, you can you can do vocals, and that was their whole thing. Should find a way to like do the rock bands that they were planning, where you just have an actual guitar. 
in an actual base. You remember that? Hey, that's was, not Roxanne. That's uh, was that Guitar Hero? No, uh, I own uh, Rocksmith. It. Oh, Rocksmith. Rocksmith. God, I have uh, the guitar. Oh. I have the actual guitar in it's storage. Just, it's been sitting in the box for about five years, but I have just like okay. buy an actual guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I got well, it. For, I mean, like, I guess $20. I guess they wanted okay. it to be like it was like a you can actually learn how to do it. I'll get yeah. you a twenty dollars guitar. Hey, <laughs> I was on clearance at my fans club. I had to buy it. I'll go down to you know, Guitar Center's not doing great right now. We'll go down to Guitar Center and find a twenty dollars guitar. They're they're going out of business eventually, probably. But yeah. oh, but speaking of, like long hallways, I freaking like Ridley. I would have hated that because fighting those bodyguards before you get to Ridley. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. man, that that fight. Like I I fought the fight. Like I'm gonna go save. And then I went back and I'm like, what? They're still here. <laughs> oh, that was not. I was yeah. not happy. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I do that is mentally. I go, okay. I do not have enough going into this for the Ridley fight. I'm just gonna close the game and restart it. Essentially, well, there, and just could, fight them again. You can refill after that fight. There's some little enemies they sprout out of a pipe for you. Yeah, there. yeah. Which is just the best because you just you just turn around and every time you turn around, like, oh, I'm looking away. I'm looking, I hope nothing attacks me. <laughs> yeah. That's that's oh. the worst. That's that's actually the worst is when you're trying to farm health and then you like turn around like at the wrong time and oh, then they come out and you're trying you. or like oh shit oh shit oh shit and then they hit you <laughs> like and you just keep getting hit while you're trying to heal. Yeah. I, you know we haven't uh, we haven't I mentioned uh Fontoon, I think his name is the the guy in the wrecked ship, the ghost the ghost yeah, ugly. Fantoon. Yeah, yeah, Fantoon, whatever that yeah that by thing. the way. Probably my favorite part of the game, the wreck ship? just the whole wrecked ship. It's such yeah, it's such a cool. I mean, the entire atmosphere of the game is awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. It's such a, a a cool like contrast to the rest of the environments because well, even just the, like heading towards feels like the oddity of a, yeah yeah even just heading towards like Ridley's statue. It gives you that like oh like, exterior man, I, feeling that you're oh, like, yeah. statue is. You can talk yeah. about the gold statue. And yeah, just gold. the hallway before you get there, though. It's like a long hallway with like the red lights and the you see yeah. the flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're going down to like visual. Uh, you're like running towards it. It's before you enter the room. It's like one hallway that's outside. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I that about. I, the first time I went in that room, I jumped over all the lights thinking I couldn't run past them. <laughs> I realized, later on, oh, I could just run. Yeah. yeah. I jumped over like multiple times. I went through that room. I jump over thinking they were obstacles, and they were not. <laughs> the game tricked me. Yeah. I love that oh. room too. Just the really, like, you know what that is immediately upon seeing it. Of okay, yeah. these are the bosses. Yeah, these yeah. Lights yeah. I have to extinguish. One thing yeah. that I, I wish the game would have told me ahead of time. I didn't know if you hold down. I think it was B or one. Well, it wasn't B on my controller, but uh, for like dashing before you have the speed boost, you can still like run faster. I well, wish I did not know that. They have that one room where you're forced to figure yep. that out. Yeah, video told and me. But... I got stuck there on a previous pla- playthrough, like my first playthrough of this game. I got stuck there for like an hour, and I was just running <laughs> back and forth because you're like basically confined to like two rooms during that. Like they don't yeah. let you go back, so I was just running around. And I was just running around both these rooms, like bombing every single block, racking my head against a wall, and then like I had to look up that there's a run button. <laughs> Yeah. So, that is crazy. It's stupid. Like that. That's one thing I don't miss about old games. I don't miss the fact that there's no tutorials. There's no like. I know that's part of the Metroid atmosphere, but 
I like the game. Tell me, like, listen, listen. There are games that don't have tutorials that are really, really well designed, so that the tutorial is like part of the gameplay and it actually teaches you everything you need to know. Like, there are games that do that beautifully. Like Mega Man is the classic example of that, but. Super Metroid does not do that as much. <laughs> I was like, um, I was like Zelda's like approach to that of we're just gonna put an icon of the button on the screen, and when you have an item, it'll be over top of that button, so you'll know like you'll learn pretty quickly that you know right. if it's in the blue field, that's the blue button on the controller. Right. Oh, for the original or for like I think up to Majora's Mask did that. Oh, you come like yeah, Ocarina and stuff. Yeah, like Ocarina and Majora's Mask had the like. The C buttons, which thank God those are gone, but the C buttons and yeah. the, uh, the A and B on the screen. And you pick Goldeneye later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be using no C buttons. I will I say I had I played Goldeneye not too long ago, and I think that'll be a lot easier than people think because that game has a pretty generous auto aim. That yeah. pretty much if you see a guy and shoot, then he's dead. So. Yeah, the gun just goes, oh, look, he's over there. We'll, we'll aim for you. Yeah, you're right. Like, funny enough, well, Goldeneye might be knows, the easiest game we play. Because it knows aiming is impossible with an N64. Point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is the point of that? Yeah. Like, you know, I was going I was going to, like, figure out the, like, modding and for, for that game to do, do it mouse and keyboard style. Oh, you just but, can't. Like, There's... <laughs> It's just office. You just can't with that game. At this point, I think I'm just going to do the regular control scheme and be like, all right, I'm doing the full experience. I will say what I did is I have have an Xbox One controller. I don't have an Xbox One, but I have an Xbox One controller that uh, (laughs) works really well. And you can, like, automatically set a bunch of buttons for the the look behind the curtain for the emulator I was using uh, because you can't buy Metroid right now. (laughs) <laughs> for for PC or anything? Um, no, not. But hey, I, yeah. Shh. Well, I'm I'm glad that we did play it. Like it was it was nice to go back and play through this legendary game that people mm-hmm. talk about. I just yeah, really it has such an iconic place and kind of history that, but yeah, not many really people does. have actually touched it. It's hard. It's hard to get yeah. through. It's hard to really like because mm-hmm. I mean there's there's a couple different spots that really just stop you if you don't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, they really will just stop you. Cold yeah, right and they really like you. It it does this playthrough. Like I got past that stuff pretty quickly, but like while I was stuck, it felt like it was gonna go on forever. Like I legitimately had no idea what I could even do. Mm-hmm. Like it feels hopeless at times, almost. I think that's the atmosphere they were going for. Yeah, I think in a sense, yes, they were aiming for that. Something like that. Maybe not hopeless the right word. Maybe, yeah. Just, like, very, like, desolate and... Yeah. <sighs> almost, yeah. almost, um... Stalker has a similar atmosphere. They're totally different <laughs> oh, games, God. but... but they're, uh, they both listen, have very, like, claustrophobic atmospheres to them, I guess. There where, is... Despite being a very open world, it is... It feels, like, very tight. Yeah. There is some bullshit in this game, though. Like... Oh yeah, absolutely. Most of it, mo- I was not like, I was not mad at this any of that stuff up until right near the end. I think when you were escaping from, like after the Ridley the Ridley fight, where when you're leaving Ridley's realm, mm. where you have to go through this false wall. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Yeah, it's and just, like, doesn't tell I used I used the X-ray beam on that wall. Every other show. fake wall, every other fake wall <laughs> shows up on the X-ray beam. This I know you're talking does about. Not. This one does not show up on the. What? Why? It just assumes that you know the map by heart at this point, but it's like it's a new area. Like, more uh-huh. <laughs> Why? Just so you'd have to, just in the hope that you like you'd lose and you'd have to fight Ridley again. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I would not. It's I would have been such done. a big move. Why would they do that? Because it's 1994. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's 1984 and it's Metroid. <laughs> Go after yourself. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, back when, back nice when Nintendo game. didn't care about the fun aspect of the gameplay so much, it's just giving like, you. We ain't gonna rent this game. We're yeah. gonna make sure you don't finish in a rental period. <laughs> oh, you like Mario? <laughs> Here's Metroid. Have fun. You know what? There might have been some of that going on. Oh, there yeah, was a no, lot. They of got that. a lot. They got a lot friendlier later on. I would fun. love for Nintendo that... to come out and release yeah. a just like a hardcore brutal game like this again. I think that'd be hilarious. Like no one so hard that people just don't want to play it. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I feel like they have done that at some point recently, though. Uh, uh, I mean, Metroid Four is <laughs> Metroid Prime Four. We'll see what that is. Well, we'll see what that is. Yeah, I, I don't think it will. I think it will be kind of following the same Metroid. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to say that the closest to like that won't be yeah. like that exploring. Oh after. god, no. yeah. It won't well, be I mean, after. they did give us Mario Odyssey, which the it is the, a difficult game. Campaign, main campaign is dead simple, but yeah. After you beat Bowser, if you want to go for more moons, the stuff after that is brutal. I mean, there's some stuff where it's like you basically have to be trying to break the game. Yeah, exactly. Like, like they're doing they're very much dipping back into that sort of Super Metroid mindset with like, OK, you know how to do it the way we designed it to be mm-hmm. done. Now we're going to take all that shit away and force you to do it. Just with just like a regular jump, <laughs> you need to be exploring everything. Yeah, you need to. You need to know. You need to like be so perfect at like that, like pi- pixel perfect, like right on the edge of the ledge. You have to roll right up to the edge. You have to long jump, <laughs> like dive, and like you have to be so precise and I feel so. Like that's, that's like Nintendo's like... answer to like whatever. People do like the yeah. speed runner oh, practices where they like they try to break the game. Like there's that one in Wind Waker where it's like there's there's a thing in Wind Waker where you go to the Hyrule Castle underwater. Spoilers for Wind Waker, I guess. But it's, you go to Hyrule Castle like underwater. Yeah. <laughs> years oh, after what, ten years later or whatever. I've seen this. I've seen this video. Yeah, I know what it's about. It's a bridge that like is cut off by a wall, like a magical wall. And for a long time, speedrunners were trying to figure out. I'm not that into speedrunning, but I watched like a 30 minute like video about. I think this we walk. saw the same video. Yeah, it's like I've never seen this one. It's yeah, like people I just trying to get past this wall to like break the game and try to get to the end, you know, hours faster because you'd be able to break the the record for speedrunning the game essentially. And so for like years, people were trying to figure out how to get past this wall, and some guys solved it, and I think. I can't remember exactly how he solved it, but it's like ridiculous where you have to basically almost kill yourself and the game will glitch you through it. Is this later in the game? It's... Wind, wind, yeah, near the end yeah. of Wind Waker. 
Yeah, okay. it's like halfway through Wind Waker when you when you actually go underwater to Hyrule Castle, which when is a point that a lot of people did not get to in Wind Waker. But the whole story oh, of right. Wind Waker is. I do want to play that game. I would like to do that on this. We show throw that on the list. That's probably that might be my second favorite Zelda game. Yeah, that's definitely top three for me. Hmm. And one of the most important questions: who who saved the animals at the end of the game? Oh <laughs> shit! I forgot you could do that. <laughs> I forgot where do you even them. do that. I, I just know because all the speedrunners always they always don't have that incentive. Oh damn! And, I I left those animals to die. Me too. I didn't even. We had to go back and get the good ending of Wind Waker. I only had I only had ten minutes to finish that that escaping part in Super Metroid, and I just I'm like screw those animals. I don't care where they are. We gotta I gotta get on that ship. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot about that part. Damn. I mean, you're, you're, you're in character. You just got to get out. <laughs> you don't give a yeah, shit. I was yeah. done. I was like, dude, hey, I was cutting it close at the end there. Like, honestly, like I, I got on the ship with like 20 seconds left. I do like how I always I always remember people would say like the ending of Metroid is ridiculous. We have to get out on a time limit. But the beginning of the game prepares you for that. The very the opening. Right. I, yeah. I think Metroid, gotta, yeah. It does the same thing. Easier. Yeah. Yeah. It is much easier, but it gives you that like hit that. Yeah. This is a thing that exists in this game. I only, I right. only had a hard time. I got lost a couple times in the early part where I ended up going like down. I did something where I'm like, oh, I'm in the wrong section. <laughs> That's why I lost so much time, and I missed a couple jumps a few times, pretty bad because it was, it was I... <laughs> I was not crazy about that. Okay, okay, Let, yeah, I was gonna say this earlier, like when you were like, oh, what is the most, you know, where were we talking about which was the most infuriating power yeah. up to use? Which, yes, the grapple beam. I actually think the space jump is worse. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. The timing on that is, it just confounds it's me. It's very bizarre. Like, I still don't have it perfectly. I don't really understand it. How like I just don't it, get it. You're just, yep. you're done. You're done. You can't revive it. There are just some, there are just sometimes where it's like you hit the button and then it just doesn't do it. Cause yeah. I guess I hit it at the wrong time and then you just fall and you can't get back up. And it's like, <laughs> Yeah. Why? And you just fall and then it. it I mean, you sometimes they're like above the Samus's ship. I actually went and flew up there just looking to see if there's any items there. I didn't see any. There's there none. Right. Okay, <laughs> good. I, didn't, it, I looked around it, though. It gives you the hit that like something might exist up there, and I think you yeah. can climb up the side. You can even see. I don't think there's any power up up there. Might be like a missile upgrade up there. No, there, there, there is something. There's a hatch up to the yeah. right. There is. Um, but... Yeah. I don't think, I think it's, it's like, like a, a power bomb or a missile tank or something. Yeah, it's not like super necessary. Yeah, anything. I mean, you don't need that many. Like, I was always in the impression that you need like tons and tons of missiles to beat this game. Oh, no, and it's I had 120 and I had more than enough when I finished. I mean, yeah, really, oh, I yeah. could use more. You find but... enough along the way. And if yeah. you're that into Metroid where you're finding, you know, every single thing, then you're not the type of player that probably also needs all those items. Well, what was everyone's percent at the end of the game? Uh, this is where I reveal that I did not finish it because I was stuck on Krokemeyer for so long. <laughs> oh. uh, I got very close. I got past uh, Dragon, so I was like right before the... Or no, I got past... Um, Yeah, I got past Dragon, so I was right before the Ridley See, fight. Anyway. This is why you don't play the oh. game legit and use save states. That's all I gotta say. Real. Yeah, it's true. I didn't use save states. <laughs> That's what you get. I, will, I will be finishing it, but... I will say I will say I am playing our next game and I'm not going to reveal what it is for our listeners, but uh, I am playing our next game 
I forgot in what this game is. In its, not on the original <laughs> console, but in its original version. I'm playing a version of it off the PSN store, so no save states. Okay. So that's going to be fun. That's, what I'm play- that's the version I'm playing, too. I have it on my PS3. Oh, man. So I have oh. to send me what the game is because I'm totally blanked. Oh, I can oh. send it right now. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we kind of said it earlier, but... You know. yeah. so, we can keep a secret. No, no, no. We said we said it before we uh, turned. Yeah. Okay. Now. Okay. Okay. I remember now. I remember yeah. now. Okay. Good. I just mentioned this on the group. So okay. I'm not. I'm excited and not excited for next week's game. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna be cursing Steph. Stefan. Oh now. yeah, <laughs> Stefan, you screwed us. Yeah, we, man, we some. Should... We picked some rough game. games for the first yeah. week. We're like, let's yeah. And here's the thing: it's like an eight-hour game. This is the longest eight-hour game I've ever played. <laughs> Go harder, don't eight kill hours If you played it five times before. Oh my god! I mean, it took me five hours. It said on the thing to be Super Metro, but it was way more than five because it didn't count when oh, I just yeah, yeah. Safe state. Yeah, absolutely. When I died, I mean, that's you know, I got to see. I got to see the game over screen a few times. I well, I will say this thing about this is that I have it's... never played this before. So yeah, it's it's a survival horror game, so it's going to be a little, little rough. Yeah, but it, and the controls aren't too great, so I think we'll be suffering yeah. together because this is my first time playing it as well. So, oh man, I have I I just I really it's a series. I know the series, so I feel like I'll do okay. But I have not played this this one of them. I haven't either. I've only beaten one of the series ever, and yeah, so I I'm going into this. I'll be watching videos <laughs> as I play yeah. it to make sure I don't. This is now just gonna be oh, five man. minutes of our of us <laughs> vaguely talking around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 go back to uh, let's let's go back this week's um, game. Anybody want to mention anything about Craig? Because Craig, we we skipped over. We mentioned a little bit about the fat guy, but anyone yeah. else? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what I is there to say? He's, he's yeah. a good. He's a good like first. I like. I didn't mind him. I think it's he's great for scope. Yeah. Yeah. He I again. Like, Huge. After you, again, that's that's really what they were going for with that fight. Is that they they're faking you out with the with the tiny crate. Yeah, the mini crate. And when you go in the room, it's like, oh, I beat crate. And then you go and you're like, oh shit, no, that's crate. And you're you're just seeing him before, right? You're just seeing him from the chest up, and you shoot him with a missile a couple times, and then he goes up. You're like, what? I'm not happy about that fight. Crate is, I feel like Crate is such it's a it is a cool fight. Yeah. Crate is kind of like one of the more iconic characters from Metroid. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, I don't I never I because I haven't played the other Metroids. I don't understand. Is he in the other Metroids or is it just he's he's in the first one? I don't think he comes back after that. He's just like a random character that's kind of become iconic randomly. Yeah. He was He's gonna be, he was gonna be in Prime, but they took him out. Oh, um, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, hmm. I don't remember whether he's in Fusion. I don't think he's not in Fusion. Yeah, he's Fusion not. Fusion is completely different. I think Ridley's in Fusion, but everything else is. Rid- Ridley is in in Fusion. Yeah, um, the the in Fusion, the environment is all based on SR three eight eight, which is the planet from Metroid Two. Okay. And Super Metroid takes place on Zebus, which is the planet from Metroid 1. Oh, that's another thing I thought. Why the hell would you go back to the same base where they kicked <laughs> your ass the first time? Like, let's go hide here. They won't find us. Like, that, that part. Yeah. Kind of- it's a, it's the tactic in hide and seek where you, like, you 
They won't find yeah. me. It's like, oh, they, they already they well, they already looked here, so they're yeah. not gonna they're not gonna think I'm that stupid. <laughs> I mean, they had that place fortified. Like that place was freaking that planet was fortified as hell. Yeah, and it was filled with, still filled with lava. So probably think. Yeah. I always, mean, it's a good base. Like their bases in lava, like in volcanoes. Active volcanoes are a great place to put your hidden base. Apparently, if you're a bad I guy. Mean, well, I mean, yeah, it, he's a giant like space dragon. That's he, true. And he can like he like obviously the lava does not bother him. Bothers so, Crocodile. <laughs> yeah, yeah great well, Terminator moment. <laughs> why is he hanging out down there? He yeah, I don't know. Hey, Crocodile, you're the one who's right weak to lava. To you go part the lava. Next to a pool. Yeah. Like here's some spikes on one side. Here's some lava on this side. I'll, I'll sit by the lava. This is your. T- why do they split up? E- like anyway, they all just like hate each other. <laughs> no, Crocodile. We've taken I, the Metroid. We're going back to our base. Okay, Ridley, what's the plan now that we're here? Everyone split up. We'll all hide somewhere no, else. I, I, I don't want to talk to you losers. Ridley's the only one who was, like, fleeing to the planet. Like, I think the okay. rest of them were already there. Yeah. It, uh, Metroid does this thing where you don't know if something is, like... Yeah, they don't explain it. You don't. You never know not what's sentient and what's not. So, like, the, the yeah. looking aliens that are the space pirates, but they don't look like they're like, they don't look like people like, yeah, they look like person in the game, like weird crawfish. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of inhabiting the planet, aren't they? Because like when you go get the morph ball, that like camera comes on and spots you. And then when you go back through the area, the space pirates are there. Yeah. And then there's the flying ones, but they're not the same creature. They just look kind of similar, like the key hunters. I think they're called. It's just like, there's a lot of creatures in the game, and you never really get the sense of like which ones are intelligent. Intelligent, like, yeah. yeah. I, I guess they're all sentient. Yeah, you don't really yeah, know which ones are like, like which is yeah. or what's fighting you or what. Just I live here. You're in my domain. I'm gonna eat yeah. you, type of thing. Right. No. I well. I mean, the space pirates are they're space pirates. So yeah. you don't know that they're space pirates. It doesn't say in the game like and introducing right. space pirate <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, you see them climbing on the wall. The sense that you get that they're, like, smart is that they're climbing on the walls and, like, moving yeah. around you. But then other things do that, too. Like, the hoppers will, like, right. get around you. But well, you don't know if it's, like, oh, is that just an insect that hunts yeah. that way? Or is he trying to outsmart me? I mean, I mean, this stuff is, like, they're bipeds. So that's a yeah. little bit of a, a hint. Yeah. Like, also the hoppers, I think. They're, like, aliens. Oh, yeah. Well, they're, they're not right, but the... Um... Like the the space pirates are generally humanoid. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the main difference. Like that's it's like, okay, these are like guys. Yeah. But then you have to ask, like, oh, is like well, Crate is probably sentient. Is Crocomire intelligent like a human, or is he just a guy that's there? Because he just I think, beats on the ground. I think Crocomire is just a big dope. It's just a big he dope. He wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> Like the, like, uh, hey, look, lava. Here. yeah obviously like the ridley sub the ridley guards are like intelligent like ridley because they're basically oh yeah no yeah. they're they're, they're strong as hell yeah they're they're, yeah hey, oh they're but then like the spore spawn is just a clam thing that's not that's yeah it felt like no, just that, a living organism that was on the planet in your way yeah yeah uh, that's what most it. of this stuff most of the stuff that's not like ridley the space pirates and mother brain i think is that was it Metroid Prime that in- no? Um, which Metroid introduced like the narration aspect? Was that was that Other, other M? M? Other M. 
Oh, oh God. We don't talk like about that one. We need to play that, that someday. We need we no. Can we not? It's not a bad game. It's just a bad Metroid game. <laughs> I own it. I haven't finished it. I own it's, it, too, somewhere. Like, it's Well, the sense that I've not played it, but the sense that I've gotten from everything I've seen of it is that they looked at Fusion, and they were like, whoa, we did a really good job on this one. Let's do it again. And I feel like uh, a lot of it is like... Fusion, but worse. Yeah, like they took, I, they took a lot of the like more narrative elements from that, and they just did like more extreme versions of them, and it kind of ruined everything. Well, it is Team Ninja. It's, it's like the irony of Metroid. Of everybody asks all these questions of like, I don't know if this main boss in this game is intelligent or not, and then they answer the question in another game. You're like, oh, I didn't want to know. I just wanted to ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was prime. interesting that I didn't know. That's why I asked. But don't answer it. Don't yeah. tell me. Well, I mean, right, that's... I mean, now we're getting into a whole, like, death of the author discussion. Like, this is, this is like, what's been going on with J.K. Rowling. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, no, the wizards, they they uh, they uh used to just shit their pants. Yeah. And then, like, magic it away. I forgot about this. Like, I never asked you that. What are you talking about, though? Yeah, it's I, like, she has the mistake literally she'll reply to anybody on Twitter... But the problem with that is that everybody is on Twitter, so any stupid person can ask the stupid question. Oh my god! And that becomes canon. It's, like, it's just like we don't need to know all this, yeah. and it seems like you're just kind of making it up. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. And like, please stop. It has, please. It's you're like retroactively ruining this thing that I love. It's the it's the prequel sickness of you're giving uh, me too much information. Yeah. Yeah. Questions hey, is what makes the, it good. We might get to see that with Metroid eventually. We play Zero Missions. Up, that's right. <laughs> zero Mission. Zero Mission does not. Zero Mission does not do that. If somebody have an eye on George Lucas right now, does we know that he is not working on Metroid for sure? <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. I will tell you, Zero Mission is the definition of a intelligent prequel. Okay, it, it, it's essentially not the same story. It's just other stuff happening. Like, it um, it is. It is the same story as it is the same story as the original Metroid. Okay. With a little bit of extra context and okay. a little bit like an epilogue that I'm not going to go too much into, but it does not like do it doesn't like ruin anything. It adds a little bit of extra flavor, a little bit of extra context, makes it feel like a more complete story. Doesn't add anything bonkers. It's really satisfying to play. It feels like a complete whole. Nothing feels tacked on. It's just a good. It's just a good sort of update of the original. Yeah, I definitely do want to play it at some point on yeah. the show. I think yeah, just, no, just go through every Metroid. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Something I want to talk a little bit more about, actually, because I touched on this a little bit earlier. When you go to uh, the GBA games from Super Metroid, the difference is like stark. Okay. The control scheme, the the like Samus's move, it was. I did not want to go back to this game for a long time, and I got used to it quicker than I thought. But I did not want to go back to this game for a really long time because the control scheme just feels so floaty. Um, yeah. The movement yeah. is just so like it feels sort of loose and floaty in a sort of unpleasant way. Just especially when. Comp- uh, compared to the later 2D Metroids, because if you play Fusion, the movement in that game is so 
precise and quick and snappy. Like she turns on a dime. You it's more fluid. Actually, it's fluid. You can actually grab ledges. Let me tell you, folks. <laughs> that, God, that sounds awful. That would have been nice. I would have loved to do that. Change, this game. It's two very different reactions. You can grab ledges. You're like, oh, that would have been nice. I'm like that sounds awful. It's just another thing the game's asking me to do. <laughs> Another thing for me not to be good at. I'm glad no, <laughs> well, it wasn't no, 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 no. It 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 ledge grabs automatically. Like okay, just literally like because all those all those times when yeah. you just barely missed a platform and then you fell down the shaft and you had to do it all again. Like you, that does not exist in later Metroid games, and it is so nice. Like and the chain the chain bomb jumping is way easier. Um, the wall jumping is marginally easier. It feels better to play. It's like, that's really why I didn't want to go back to this game. And I don't feel <laughs> like this game. I don't feel like Super Metroid needs to be remade. But if it were, that's the main reason I would want it to be. Is the is just the con- the controls. Just the... Yeah, I feel like if you remade Metroid, like, you'd have to... Maybe, like increase some frame rate like just add some more frames in there or something but it wouldn't be i feel like any like other graphical update would be completely unnecessary it's like that's not oh yeah yeah yeah. more control is just kind of a different gameplay style i just want i just want better feeling movement um and please 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 no more pressing select for missiles Oh god, yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, that, that was annoying shifting through to games. Yeah, like, no. Later later games, later games, you don't do that. You literally all you have to do is hold down R. You just hold okay. down R and you shoot better. missiles. It's great. It's yeah, awesome. That's definitely a nightmare scenario. Like I definitely shot more than a few super missiles thinking I was shooting their standard ones. <laughs> just put like okay. five super here's, missiles into a door thing. and just thinking, like, oh my god, I can't believe I just did that. Here's the thing I didn't realize. Here's the thing I didn't even know. Uh, before this playthrough, if you press Y, it'll it'll switch back to the regular beam. From really? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Man, I it wish I would have known touch. that like hours ago. Like you know. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't <laughs> that been nice? Wouldn't that? Yeah, have been nice. Nice. My missiles. I'm yeah. like, okay, gotta hit. Flex, 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 flex. <laughs> yeah. Imagine fighting Crocomire yeah. without that knowledge now. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> Suddenly it makes sense why it took me yeah, so long yeah. to beat it. Uh, see, yeah, I, I like how. We don't communicate too much while we're playing the game because this is great. Just here, and I'm glad. No, I'm not the only person that was like I thought. Maybe it was my controller. So my controller was let's not say it, you know was not an SNES controller that I was using. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh maybe okay, it's just the controller I'm playing. That's why the controls feel a little clunky at times. That's why I yeah. can't wall jump. But no, it wasn't me. It's just yeah. the game. Yeah. I try to get that the controls as close to get granted an entirely different controller. I try to get them as close to like a realistic NES controller as I could. I have. I have um, the the ones that are USB. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely a product of its time, for oh, yeah. sure. I would love, yeah. I guess like Nintendo still does kind of the wacky controllers, yeah, in a way. But it'd be really odd to see like like the Xbox Two, I guess, whenever it comes out, <laughs> and it's the like SNES style like rectangular controller or like They're never. We'll never be back there again. <laughs> no, they're, they oh. would never. Uh, one last one boss we hadn't talked about yet is um we hit everyone but Mother Brain. Anybody having comments about Mother Brain? About how? Oh yeah, uh, I, I don't think we can finish this episode until we talk about the big climax, right? What? I oh, think yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we... 
phrasing. Um, <laughs> hey, and it was a climax. It was it was pretty cool. It was a climax. Was coming. Okay, I knew that's that's the thing. That's I think when people rave about this game, when they're like, "Oh my god, best game ever." At least fifty percent of that is because of the f- the the ending of this game. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. that final fight is perfect, and it totally it's psyched just... you out too, thinking mm-hmm. that oh well, that was easy. I took her out. She didn't do oh, anything. That's the classic. That wasn't that hard. And that is a trope yeah. that has been used so many times, mm-hmm. right? And again, that is the sort of thing this game has done constantly up to this point: is faking you out, but for whatever reason, you're not expecting it this time. <laughs> Yeah. because yeah, it's like it, it like you're like it's the end of the game they're not going to do it here or it's yeah everything's like fairly standard at that point you fought all these metroids you've you've gone through this whole huge corridor yeah. um by the way the way they introduce the like grown-up baby metroid <laughs> i love that oh, it's yeah. great that was cool yeah the again a fake out it shows up. You're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. It yep. sucks. It sucks your shit out. You're like, oh no, oh no, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna get sent all the way back to the last save, which is like, that's what I was all thinking back too there. Yeah. <laughs> and then it totally like, it totally it stops. You're like, what's going on? And you're like, oh, it totally like the execution of that moment mm. is perfect because you are not expecting a story beat. Yeah. yeah You're not many. expecting. Like what, You're not expecting. Game? Oh shit! We're back in the story. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, that's why people hate other M and love like the old Metroids. Is yeah, it's because that you don't get is... any story except in tiny little like tiny little pockets. Well, the thing yeah. is, and they're just they're so... so because it's all you have, they become that much more like well, impactful. It's the fact that it's so well integrated into the gameplay. You're not stopping for a cutscene. It's not yeah. letting you know. It's not putting the black bars on the screen and taking control away from you being like, "Okay, it's cutscene time. It's time for story now." Like it's yeah. not doing that. And <laughs> that makes the moment, the moment of the reveal, the moment of the big story beat, it makes it so much more impactful yeah. because it doesn't tip its hand. Yeah. It's it's all happening right in front of you. You feel like you're in the moment. You feel like it's actually happening to you. Um, and that's like that last 15 minutes of the game is like that. And it just makes the entire experience. It just I, I actually I actually wonder if some kid threw his controller down. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, he, he probably did. got mad. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, oh. or like even when you face Mother Brain and like yeah. you're like, oh, I really didn't even get to take her out before the baby metroid comes in like i guarantee you at least one kid not only threw his controller but like just like threw his controller and was like shit and then his mom came in and took his oh, no. game away and so he didn't get to the like <laughs> I, I wonder if there's anybody out there that like got in trouble for cursing because of that moment and they got their game taken away and so they never beat super metroid <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at that point, you pretty much well. I guess still got you still got to finish the with the you rainbow. Still got to finish it, yeah. There's not much after that. That Which was the idea though. of like that's like the end of the game. <laughs> I love the idea that somebody out there had that. <laughs> the ra- yeah, I, mean, I bet. Yeah, I could definitely see it. I I really did enjoy the rainbow beam, hyper beam, whatever it's called. Oh I yeah, that was fun. like like the the. Fa- that's so ridiculous at the end. I love it so much. Where it like the it comes out of the. Mother Brain comes out of the ground and it's like a T-Rex. It's like, yeah, yeah. there's no reason. This makes no sense. Like, <laughs> no, it was just like, again, it's never really adequately explained in the game what Mother Brain is. 
Yeah. Because no, like Ridley up until now has been the big bad. And the yeah. only reason you'd be like, oh, of course, Mother Brain is if you pull, played the first one where you beat Mother Brain as the final boss and she's just a head in a jar. And again, she, that it's coming from the point of view of you only having played the first Metroid, which, which you never, know, is reasonable because <laughs> at the same time, that was the only other Metroid except for the Game Boy one that no one no one played. Um, yeah, I that one did good in sales. Yeah. Um pretty sure and i played it it's rough and it's it's again it's that big fake out it's like oh you beat it oh no actually she's a t-rex now it makes no sense but but for people who are who are in that context of only having played metroid before like it would have blown their minds mm-hmm. and that's probably the point like, of it yeah I, I think that's the reason a lot of this game sort of falls flat for us some of the time is because we are not in that context of only having played the first one because a lot of this game, a lot of those big moments are designed to catch you out of your preconceived notions from only having played that game. Um, But of course we've had a bunch of different Metroid games since then. So it doesn't really have the same impact, but that ending, that ending isn't, isn't really that that ending is more about the self-contained story of the game and yeah. it is a beautiful brilliant payoff yeah masterfully done yeah well, the game itself is just so like absolutely wonderfully made of constantly yeah. asking you to learn on the fly and like think about things but it's just it's designed in such a way that you don't realize you're doing it it, it teaches you without you realizing it's teaching you yes uh, this is like things yeah. aren't how like this boss fight will not end this way or something like this isn't going to be the end. This isn't really the boss. This is like, it's just the yeah. game teaching you don't trust me. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then at the end, you're like, yup, you got me game. You got yeah. me again. <laughs> oh shit. I got to run. Well played as you fly away in your spaceship. Well, well played game. Tell you. It tells you to run, but it doesn't tell you where to run. I just, I mean, I knew where to run, but I mean, I guess maybe, you know, you just, you know, figure it out. You got to run to your ship, but it doesn't really tell you what to do. It just says, okay, well, timer. It's, it's very good at laying out that, you know, linear path, though. Like, it's very... At that point, the game is very much an op- obstacle course. Yeah. There is that one part where it's basically a labyrinth, which I got stuck in for way too long. Um, but... It kind of tricks yeah, no. you, too, of, like, you think the whole way out is going to be a nightmare. And then you get that, like... It really wasn't. When you get that nice, like, linear feel to it, it's just... If that's the moment in the game where, like, you should feel like a badass now. You should exactly, be yeah, exactly, and really the exploding good. planet, and it just it makes you feel that way. It's just so yeah, they're it's really such a, a beautifully made game. Yeah, yeah I didn't like that it. whole that that really that whole final section makes the whole game worth it. Mm-hmm. Like, it is just that masterfully done. It beautifully pays off everything that was set up at the beginning. It totally puts you in the moment it makes you it 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 just feels satisfying it feels like a real complete story and it makes you feel like yeah a badass bounty hunter it actually it actually makes you feel like you did it what's funny is i like i love the story and i know some people that love the story of super metroid but it really is only like three bits of story <laughs> it's yeah. a it's incredibly intro, minimalistic yeah there's like there's a lot of context hidden in the background so you yeah. could you could like surmise a story but it really only gives I, you yeah. three story beats i guess yeah, there's um, not a, i yeah. mean like you said earlier with the dead bot you know the dead bot bounty hunter i just thought they were yeah. dead space pirates to me like even now when i was playing it this time even though i know 
I know a decent amount. Like I know what the chosels are. I know the background. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still think I wasn't even like I, my whole thing was just get through this game and get on the next area. And I was enjoying that part of it. Yeah, I wasn't even like what I was really like Dark Souls. I love the story, but in this game, I was just kind of like, okay, let's get the next thing. Let's do yeah. the next boss. Let's it's just... like it's like second playthrough stuff where yeah, you play the game that. and you do it yeah. again and you start to appreciate it and you like just like some of the backgrounds you start to think about of oh, I'm in like a lab right now. That's weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't really think about that, but yeah, because you get near the end, you're in the lab. Oh, one thing we didn't touch on, I we should start wrapping up probably soonish, um, is we didn't talk about the music at all. Yeah, I, that is I something I wanted it. to talk about. Um, I'm not a big music guy because I like I played it mostly not mute but close to it. <laughs> oh, so, come on. <laughs> it's just how I like I. That's just how I am with some games. I don't usually like have a lot of music going with the game but i mean i did enjoy what i heard like i thought it like again i thought it really sets the atmosphere makes you yeah, feel lonely makes you feel empty which yeah, is what it's yeah. like yeah, very I, long bits of silence and it's just like creepy creepy yeah like dots and blips and everything and for you know snes 94 it's it's impressive it's like the emotion you get out of it beautifully uh atmospheric soundtrack here's what i love about this soundtrack is that there are maybe two pieces of music in the whole game that don't make you feel on edge mm-hmm. right one of them is the theme that starts to play i think about two-thirds of the way through the game in criteria in the area around your ship once you get gotten like oh yeah i know power-ups yeah which is you know it's like what you're talking about you feel like yeah. powerful now <laughs> yeah exactly you feel like you can kick some ass and yeah, but it's before like, that one that. before that one the only other piece of music in the game like that is the short item get mm. jingle when oh, you get yeah. a power up a little yeah. jingle yeah. which by the way i just even before i was playing this for the show like just in my life for the past few years i just found myself humming I've just found myself humming that to myself over and over. Because it's even just, think of it. man, I need to play this. Okay, yeah. Whatever no. reason, that little jingle is the most satisfying thing. In the <laughs> it's whole like, thing. Uh, like, I love it because it's not like it's like I like the I the Zelda item kit is my is my current text tone, which I love. Yeah, it's like the the Zelda one is like it's just building, and then the Metroid one. It Very builds and rises, and then it falls a little bit. Like, it's still kind of wacky, and, like, I don't want to call it out of place, because it definitely gives you that sense of, like, yeah, I got something. But it is still, like, like up and down. So it's kind of like, all right, you're good. Like, you're more powerful, but don't get cocky, kid. Like Yeah. I It just it feels comforting in a way mm. that the rest of the game doesn't, mm. which I think is yeah. the point, because that's the one piece of music that does that, and it lasts three seconds yeah and then like you're right back, of accomplishment. You're right back yeah. in your lonely game and you're running around yeah exactly <laughs> and it's like it, it does such a good just like subconsciously it just does such a good job of hammering home like this is like the one safe good thing i have yeah. in this whole lonely world is this one thing i found that can help me and then going and, back and playing it a second time you're like that much closer that much closer to being beating ridley just yeah just that little that that percentage that tick yeah it it just adds so much i think to like the just momentum of the game Mm -hmm. um especially since there's so many power like it's 
it's we say it's a lonely game, but there's a lot in it. There's a lot of power ups. There's a lot of missiles that you can yeah. find. You, I, I, I was find. actually kind of stunned going back to this. I did not expect this. Like you get a lot of stuff back to back. Yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. A lot I feel of like the, the, until you start backtracking, you're pretty much getting something every third or fourth room. You're going to yeah. be getting some kind of power up or I feel like I thing. Which it's like. I, it I depends because kind of it's kind of how you play it, I guess. It was it was kind of a detriment almost to me. Like well, how I, I did it was I was I was like fully exploring everything, and I could remember in the back of my mind I could still remember like oh hey there's a room over there that's hidden like you should go check that wall like very small stuff that I was just like coming back to me, but like I feel like it spaced it out really well for me because I was still trying to do that. I'd forgotten enough of the map that I was exploring it for you know. Not the first time, but close enough that I forgot right. everything. First time for me. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got any any last things you want to uh, we should address for the game? Um, really yeah, I mean, what Recommend can you it. say about this? Yes, I, I mean, I don't know what else I can say about this game. Everyone's talked about it to death. Yeah. Everyone's pretty much in agreement that yeah. it's a masterpiece. I did. Um, I agree, too, even though I had my times where I was swearing at it, but... Yeah. It is. It is a great game. It just but even when me... it makes you angry, you get the sense that I'm supposed to be angry here. Yeah, like supposed like to be really yeah. designed that way. Or that about... one, that one wall, I'm still kind of mad at. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, say so it's a game I, that I, I don't think I. About. I got mad at me. I don't think I ever got mad at the game. No, well, I got, mad, I at got mad at the game for that wall. That was bullshit. <laughs> okay, the wall the wall was bullshit, but everything else I was... Yeah, no, everything was, else I agree with you. I was um, like, I'm getting annoyed. I know how to do this, but I'm just not doing it right, and I'm not learning. But like, it was never like, oh, the game is broken. It was always like, no, no, I'm just no, not being patient. I'm just, I need to take a minute. I need to take a beat and really learn how to do this. Us. That comic <laughs> the wall was bullshit. That comic could really date us depending yeah. on the show. But <laughs> yeah, that's, true. that's all I gotta say. It's either, it's either 2018 <laughs> or Game of Thrones. I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but I think I think that's uh, another thing that maybe we didn't hit on quite enough is this game is really brilliant, brilliantly designed to get you to problem solve, but not feel like you were just. It was holding your hand through it. Never that is that is a complaint I had about maybe every 3D Zelda until Breath of the Wild was uh-huh. that all the dungeons just felt like just put the key in the lock. Yeah, they and, tell you where to go very clearly. Yeah, I, like that. I personally like that in games, but that's me. I know what like like, I know exactly where you're like, you I like still... it in some games, but I also I appreciate games that don't. Like I get like you get the feeling going into a Zelda, you're like okay, this game is just going to be fun. This game is, I'm going to just enjoy playing this. And then Metroid is like, this is going to be a challenge. It's going to challenge me, but I'm going to feel better for having come out the other side. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, As much as I will play Metroid for fun, it's also like, it's not easy. It's not, you know. No, it was never easy. Yeah. I mean, there Definitely were Definitely have to explore. There were a couple times when I felt, like when I got the plasma bean, you're getting near the end, I did feel powered up for a change. I wasn't scared of the space pirates. I wasn't like, okay, like I can shoot through this. I can get through this. It's not going to be a big deal. Yep. And that was a nice feeling when I got, when I started getting a few, like I never got, I had maybe half the energy tanks or so near the end when I fought Mother Brain. Mm-hmm. They were That's all near the, good. I got them a lot near the end after yeah. I started backtracking, after I beat Ridley, which I didn't Some really of those are really well hidden. Yeah. And the game does give you like, 
enough like, moments where you're like this this fight is what i'm saying like the game gives you moments where like this fight is too hard or something or like i'm getting my ass kicked yeah i need to go back and look harder yeah and that's where i, I almost did that with ridley but yeah. i'm like i didn't want to i'm like if i do that now it's gonna make it harder for me to finish this game in time but then i finished it way ahead of time is it right, right after the um i want to say it's right after you fight the clamshell whose name i forgot no, no it's uh yeah uh, spoilers uh, Right after the spore spawn is right when like isn't that right when you start having to backtrack um suddenly yeah it's it's around there like teaching you like okay there's like you may feel like you've gotten everything but you haven't you need to go back and look again yeah does teach you that early on really good you start i don't remember what ability you get after him i think you get high jump is it high jump after him or that later um you Uh, learn that you have it after him you've learned you've had it the whole time no, uh, no. Uh, oh, no the high jump. The, you need the speed boost. To get speed the high boost. High yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the high jump. The high jump is a little later. Um, that's that's what you need to get to grade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you get that in Norfair. Can't remember like. Oh. It's not. It's, it's not a very big map, but it is so complicated. Yeah. It's it, not a very. It, it really yeah. does kind of run together. Yeah. Um, which. Yeah. Again, later Metroid games, not so much. I know Fusion doesn't, for sure. F- Fusion, honestly, that's what I love about that game, is it's Contained. got that really crisp sort of episodic structure, and it makes every every moment just more impactful. You know, part uh, of that might be Metroid teaching you very early on not to trust the map as well. It's yeah, because like, yeah, there's so many like, fake things in the map. Like, yeah. oh, here's a wall. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> even when you find like, oh, yeah, the yeah. map, that even when you find like the full map unlock, it's like, okay, I know this isn't right. I know there's yeah. more to this. Yeah, exactly. Stuff all the time. Well, yeah. even even Fusion does that. So it doesn't give you the sense of like, yeah, I guess, but it's like I, I didn't I never got the sense in Metroid of like, I need to learn this by heart because it was like, this is a lie to me. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was it's everything about this game is designed to make you want to explore and bomb every block and oh, yeah. like you're questioning everything. Look, look yep. for those oh, false walls. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very, very de- well designed to get you to do what it wants. Yeah. Um, to get you to play to play it the way it wants you to. The tagline to like Super Metroid. Super Metroid. Don't trust us. <laughs> don't hey, trust look us. At the, look at the cover. I mean, even the cover kind of like has that image where you yeah. have like you know Samus and you have the big claw and I think it's oh, like, yeah. on there. Like, I mean, even then it kind of, you know, shows you in the atmosphere what you're getting yourself into. I mean, this is what this is what Nintendo is great at. They're designing something that truly feels like a hostile, desolate alien world. It yeah. it honestly yeah. does feel time. hostile to the player. And that's not <laughs> because is. of the like <laughs> art design or anything like that. It's because of the actual level design and the world design. Mm-hmm. It's it's because the way the game is designed, it's designed to do yeah. that. And that the fact is that something you're not getting any information, which is good because yeah. it's not the type of game where like we've crash landed on an alien planet. Oh, a terminal in English where it gives us the history of the world. <laughs> well, <laughs> God, these aliens okay that. there are Metroid <laughs> games that do that. The Prime series does that, but um, oh, I, I can't wait till we dive in those. Oh like man, that. it's I such we, uh... a different vibe, <laughs> but it still like feels exactly like what Metroid should be. It, I I have no yeah. idea how they did did it that well. Somehow, Prime manages to turn exposition into a meaningful, fun gameplay mechanic, which is mind-blowing to me. It's um, funny that we, we were also talking about doing, like, 
Lost Planet in the future because I went back and I replayed Lost Planet and it's so the polar opposite of Metroid despite being kind of similar. It's like you are just a random human on a hostile alien planet. But that's so much of that game is like Lost Planet is set up as like, okay, there's going to be 11 boss fights in a row. More or oh less, my it's God. the same I'm level, for that game, but then just so expedition, I'm, I'm exposition dump of like a character will say something to you, and it's like, why did you say that weird thing in the middle of your con- like in the middle of our conversation? If not just to give me history of this planet, of like that's what I told your father about EDN three when we settled it forty years ago. It's like I didn't need to know that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and then oh, the exact man. opposite of we're not going to tell you Lovely. anything. Yeah, still nothing. Love the world. I mean, I uh, guess. One thing we didn't think about or really talk about is this is back in the day with the instruction books where you would open the instruction book. And I, I'm assuming there might be something in the story or some kind of beats in the book mm. that you yeah. would have read as a kid, which I never did because I didn't, I didn't own this game nor have the book. But that's something that... <laughs> that's you know, true. That... We're going to have to dig out an old Super Metroid instruction manual. <laughs> oh, I, I have old books. It's not, not Super Metroid. I would bet that it would give you like the same beat as the beginning of the game where it's like back in, you know, this so-and-so date, like that exact, I, I guess it would give you that same crawl over text of like that little information of just right. telling you what it, happened in Metroid. It does give you that at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Like, so is this, this game does technically have cutscenes, I guess it has like one or two. Yeah. yeah. It has, it has the cutscene in the beginning showing you gameplay for the previous game of you, getting the Metroid and taking it to these people, kind of. Yeah, it does. It yeah. shows you the original Mother Brain boss. Yeah. By the oh, way, yeah. that's yeah. setting up the end, right? Yeah. It's totally setting up the end. Oh, yeah. Same yeah if, you, if you were to cut out 99% of the game and just have the beginning screen and the end screen, you would still have, basically, you'd, you'd have, you'd like, the have story. You'd have the whole game, yeah. Yeah. It's still, it's still such a good... Like, the actual game is still great. But I do, you know, I do prefer Fusion because it, it had a story that actually ran throughout the whole game and yeah. actually, like, developed and had twists and turns. You know, that one, that, you know, did rely on dialogue and it did rely on some exposition and, and that sort of thing. And it did handle those elements really well. But this game is impressive just for the way it's able to tell yeah. its story. It's a clinic and not telling story. It's a yeah. clinic and not telling yeah. you anything, but still having you learn what you exactly the environmental clues in the atmosphere yeah. yeah and and telling a story telling well the actual story that it does have is told almost completely wordlessly yeah um it's telling a, th- it's telling a story through level design oh. through level design also at the very end it's it's tell it's telling a story through your actual encounter with the metroid through your actual fight against mother brain it's yeah. not it there's no cutscene. there's no dialogue <laughs> It doesn't take control away from you at any point. Mm-hmm. It's telling you still get everything you need you to know. Still get, you still get, and it has so much more impact because of that. Gaining uh, emotional attachment to a creature that does not speak to you. You don't speak to it. Oh, it doesn't really like it barely personifies not, it. We've not talked at all about the sound design, but how perfect is the little noise the Metroid makes? Oh, it's great. It's yeah. It's creepy and cute all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like... Because Metroid has the weirdest noises in it, too. Okay, just, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in general, That's Metroid strange. has, like, the kind of... Yeah, like, everything... Everything in Metroid kind of has, like, a bizarre, like, nails in the chalkboard feel. <laughs> like, this yeah. is, like, a really unnerving noise. But except, they, except the item get theme. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like the item kit is like kind of softer. It's like, like your one. It's your one reprieve. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like a glass of water on a hot day. It's yeah. Like, it's oh like oh my god. god, thank god. It's just a sip, just a little sip. <laughs> and then the Metroid is like it still has that same alien quality to it, but it just yep. sounds like endearing in a way. Yeah. Yeah, and again, that's another thing they set up in the opening sequence mm-hmm. is the baby Metroid makes that noise. Yeah. So, and th- it's genius because yeah, it's you wouldn't know that was the baby. Awesome. You wouldn't know that giant thing is the baby if it didn't make the same noise. Mm-hmm. It's, it it I'm, I'm just thinking about it right now, and it's like the way they put this together is kind of brilliant. Yeah, it's just it's planting seeds throughout the entire yeah. like, Not even throughout the entire game, the very beginning. Just the very yeah. beginning. Like, yeah. the, it sort of drops minute. all that for most of the, the game's runtime, which is, again, what makes it so effective mm-hmm. once the story stuff comes back in at the end because you're not expecting it. It just comes back in. And I feel like because there's so little, like, there's no dialogue in the game, there's no yeah. story atmosphere in it, I feel like because it's so little and because that clue you get in the beginning is a sound rather than, like, a visual, Yeah, it's just it stays with you. It it's does. Like a, it becomes like subconscious almost. This game is really good at that. It is really good at giving you little visuals or little audio cues that just stick in your head that are going to be important later. It'd be yeah. Interesting anyway. to see like a movie done that way now. Of there's no dialogue oh. in it, just a noise in the beginning and a noise at the end, and at the end you're still well, like, I mean, oh my god, why? <laughs> I don't got anything else to say about Super Metro. I think we covered. We covered. The only thing I yeah. wanted to say, fun fact, it was the largest Super Nintendo game. Really? It was. Oh, yeah. Like three oh, megabytes. Yeah. It, they Ooh, used some, big boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it had one cutscene. That was the last two, I guess. Now I guess I only have one cutscene that, that takes away control, right? Um, the end has like a kind of... Yeah, I mean, it has, you, have the, you have the very short thing of, of Samus maybe, escaping the planet. Maybe 20 seconds of cutscene altogether. Yeah. That, if even that. Well, the, the opening is like a minute probably at least uh, yeah but very quickly it does it takes you into like the get out of the space like get out of the laboratory you have a minute to get out of here and as soon as that yeah. kicks off it's like you know no cinematic over you're yeah. in the game now yep yeah so yep. probably yeah 20 and, seconds of cutscene i'd say and i believe that. i believe super metroid was only made by 15 people just like a 15 Damn, just people crazy team. yeah <laughs> so, so like, it was just 50 people that. yelling at each other like that's too obvious put it somewhere else <laughs> oh man someone must have been doing that in that game so impressed by anyone who can you know who drew that map out and basically decided where to hide everything in that game how so that, did they do that map yeah. so you'd have to go through how an area of four times to find one item lsd yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's actually based on a real like planet um yeah, <laughs> they sent the fifteen guys to to a different planet, and that's what they experienced. And they came back and they made the game. <laughs> it was very expensive. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we've been talking. Jeez, uh, almost two hours. I feel like we've yeah, it's a cliche. We barely scratched the surface, that but time like, isn't completely true. We it one we started at seven fifty one, but yeah, we are close to two hours, but not as close as that timer says. Yeah. Okay. But it's definitely yeah. It's 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 a fun game. Pick it up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, you could write a thesis it. statement about it easily. Yeah, so uh, to all all of our wonderful listeners, uh, this is a this is a keeper. I guess I guess we had the um, ratings. Oh yeah, we is did. it going on the shelf or is it going back in the box? Yeah, for Locked me, it, it back, 
back, if we were going to say the shelf is stuff you're going to play again more. Like, yeah, the shelf is again. like, I'm going to display this and let people see it and yeah. know that I like this game. And I'm proud of to, to, to have played this game, and I want people to know it. Yeah. I would say shelf for me. Yeah. Yeah. Or it goes back in the box and back in the attic, and you don't talk about yeah, it just, again for 20 back years. Under, until... Back under the race car bed in your childhood bedroom. Uh, <laughs> I'd say shelf for me. I would, I would definitely say on the shelf. Yeah, I would be, I would be shocked if any of us said box. Yeah, I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say back in the box. Uh, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's it's too good. Too good the of events just occurred. Explain yourself. Oh. Talk about how much I love it for an hour and forty minutes, and then say put it, put it away, never talk okay. about it again. I, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if you were joking. Oh no, no, it's yeah, absolutely hey, a shelf. Game. I will just, probably so... never play this again, but I would love to display it because the cover is cool and it's a memorable oh, game. Yeah. But I, I don't I'll plan. Try, it. Oh yeah, I'll I mean, make it's... other people play it who haven't. That ending, that and just for that ending. I mean, just make make someone else play it just for that ending. It's it's a seven hour game max. They're mm. not going to be at it for long. It's worth it just for the ending because it is just so perfectly paid off. And it's like it's got the difficulties of an early platformer, but it still plays, you know, as good it, as you can expect it to. Like it yeah. still, still plays, plays well enough. Like you can still like it's not it's not like you know, it's not like going back to something on the PS one. Yeah. It's not like it was passable. Back <laughs> like we're gonna be doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not yeah, like it was PS- passable enough. Like, this is a good next game that is like live. Well, somebody yeah, no, like this freaking... game. Well, like we said earlier, this this game is one of the few from that era that doesn't need a remake. Yeah, it's definitely. fine the way it is. It it, it 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 is great the way it is. And Nintendo's great at that. Nintendo's great at making games that don't need remakes. Yeah, it's so beautifully. Yeah, it's that it's that perfect game from like the era of pre three D modeling where <laughs> yeah, it's like for whatever reason that. early three D still just looks god awful but early two like late 2d early 2d they all look really good still somehow it, it, yeah. it aged well like i mean gameplay yeah. aged well graphics aged well yeah music aged well all that definitely good bit mapping so yeah if you could find a snes classic edition somewhere well, I mean, you can also dollars you can get you can get it off the e-shop on the, on 3DS. the 3ds yeah. okay yeah, yeah. we use all those people you know still have their wii u hooked up i mean i know there's i mean mine hooked up I haven't turned it on, but it's hooked up. Uh, I, I, I stopped at the Wii. Did not get a Wii U. Hopefully, I'll be getting a Switch soon. Oh, dude, do it! It's so good. I don't know. It's just like, see, now the funny thing is, now that the Switch has come out, the Wii U has become worth it. <laughs> it's like it's only after the Switch has come out, the Wii U is like, well, yeah, now you like, can get it for like actually desirable. As a... <laughs> I paid too much for my Wii U because I bought it like about two years ago, so uh, right before I should have. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh, yeah. I paid too much for uh, it, but I I had too much faith in Nintendo. I got the uh, Wind Waker edition in 2013. Nice, I was man. like, That's there cool will thing. be good games on this eventually. <laughs> I believe in Nintendo. Hey, what about that Metroid <laughs> game on Wii on Wii U? Oh, oh yeah, that one. <laughs> they skipped. I sure again. love that game. They skipped 64. They skipped uh, Wii U. Oh. Okay, this is the uh, okay. I guess this is the factoid we can go out on. The, there's a pattern. There's a pattern to Metroid games, at least on home consoles. They skip every third generation. Yeah. So you have NES, SNES, Metroid games, 
N64, no Metroid. Then GameCube, Wii, Metroid, Wii U, no Metroid. Yeah. So yeah, every third so every third generation it skips. That's so bizarre. Yeah. Like the, the Metroid guys in the internet are like, yeah, hey, we'll sit this one out. Oh wait. <laughs> Just bide our time. And for anybody who wants to find us, you can join the amazing well, one, we're gonna have a Facebook group by the time this goes live. There's gonna be a Facebook group for our podcast. Woo! There's also the Overblood, you know, we are in I watched the entire Overblood Super Replay group on which is the essentially unofficial game informer group, but nice. where we all met each other. Yeah, I've been in the other game group. It's the official one. (laughs) Yeah, just so you guys know, we don't know each other in real life. We're internet strangers. Yeah, yeah. We we just met. Um, uh, We just met because we like the same weird people. Hey, you guys, you guys answered the call. Journalists. Yeah. Make a video game podcast with me playing old games. (laughs) We met because we were the the first four. We were the first three to say, "Yeah, we'll do it." Yeah, you were. Exactly. (laughs) That's 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 the origin story, everybody. Now you know. The first three people to say, "Yeah, why not?" Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's how we live. The the moral of the podcast is: say why not. Yeah, exactly. And then you also, as we didn't hear, but you heard our great intro. You're going to hear our awesome outro. Darius, you want to plug the Uh, guy? Yes. All right. So our uh, theme song comes courtesy of Mike Stoney, a.k.a. Bulby. It's uh, the Cool Kids Squad, which is an original tune from his EP, Bite the Bullet. I've been a fan of his for a long time now. He's on YouTube. Check out his channel, youtube.com slash Bulby. Uh, he does 8-bit and 16-bit remixes of all kinds of video game tunes. Uh, he also does original stuff. Awesome guy. Super grateful to him for letting us use his track. Yeah, check him out. And this is Bulby, B-U-L-B-Y? Yeah. Okay. All right, I think that's all I got. I want to thank everybody for listening, and stay tuned for next week. We'll have another great episode. All right. Later. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. We didn't talk about how we'd say bye. Uh, I mean, that works. (laughs) It works. Bye. (laughs) You're just going to be fading this part out over the theme song. (laughs) And fade out. Okay.